Hello and welcome to Bought at a Price podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. We are committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical science-backed lifestyle tips and information to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Thank you for joining us. Hello, everyone. So today, we're going to be talking about failure again. I think this is the third episode we have done on the subject of failure. And I truly pray that they're blessing you and helping you because failure just isn't something that should overtake and overwhelm us. It's something that absolutely happens to every single one of us. But maybe you've been wondering how you get over failure because it feels like failure just is chasing you around and won't let you go. Or maybe you're wondering what to do when you keep failing. Well, today we're going to talk about those things. And I am so, so thankful that you are here listening because struggling with failure, it robs us of so much. And my prayer is that the 12 things we're going to talk about today will provide the help you're looking for. I'm going to warn you though, getting over failure takes work, but it's work that'll benefit you in so many ways. So as you're listening Make a note when you recognize a step that really resonates with you, that speaks to your need, and then spend some time answering the questions that I'm going to ask you today. And above all, be patient with yourself as you begin putting one of these steps in place, two of these steps, whatever number of steps you feel you need to put in place in order to start getting over failure. Just like practice makes perfect, failure paves the road to success. Be gracious with yourself along the way and look for God in everything, even failures. If you're ready to learn, here we go. Step number one in how you get over failure. It's learning that success is impossible without failure. When we learn this, it's one of the most valuable things that we can grasp when we're struggling with continual failure. And it's important because every kind of failure, professional, relational, scholastic, can all pave the road to success when we begin to learn from our mistakes. So how can you get over failure? Here are some questions I want you to answer. Every one of these steps has questions for you to work on. And remember, you can always go to the link in the show notes to jump to the website where you can find the questions in writing. So you don't have to scribble if you're on a walk or cooking dinner or getting ready for work. So what failures weighing heaviest on you right now? Try to think about it objectively and list out things that may have contributed to the failure. 
Then take some time and write down what you can do differently moving forward and what that failure has taught you. When you let yourself learn from your failures, you'll find that failures pave the way to success. Have I said that enough times now that you've gotten it? Failure paves the way to success. Failure paves the road to success. Look at any successful person's autobiography if you don't believe me. I did a Google search on researchers and scientists because I'm kind of a big fan of research and science. And there are so many blog posts talking about researchers and scientists and high-level professionals and institutions talking about how many times they fail before one of their research studies gets accepted and before they ever got accepted to whatever great high-ranking job they have. So friend, every time you fail, every time you feel like a failure, look for the lesson, then continue towards your goal. Number two, learn to talk about your failures. When we talk about failures, it can be so, so important. Most of us want to talk about it, but if you're like me, you're afraid to. Afraid that it'll change how others view you, but that's just not true. I'm reading a book right now, and it says we spend too much time concealing our neediness. There's no shame in it. It's just the way it is. And when we share our neediness and let people participate with us when we failed, it helps them and it allows them to help us. It helps them because they're able to learn from our mistakes as well. It helps them recognize the lessons that we are learning before they actually stumble down the same road. What a blessing to help prevent people and give them the lessons before they stumble down a failure road. I think that's why parents teach, you know, it's why you teach your kids what you do. You don't want them tripping and falling. You want them learning how to walk before they break a bone. The same goes with failure, my friend. God designed us to need Him and other people. So who have you shared your failures and the fact that you're feeling like a failure with? Invite one or two people to help you learn from your mistakes. Invite them to help you see things you may have missed, to help you get up and try again and above all. Invite them to hold you accountable as you continue moving forward. When you're open about your weaknesses and failures, you open the door for healing in your life and the lives of others. But above all, it motivates you to keep trying. Number three, learn to count your blessings. Failure so often blinds us to the blessings in our lives, and instead it leaves us wanting and needy. When I let my mistakes and failures rule, I always end up with a big old case of the if-onlys. If only I'd this, if only I'd done that, if only God would do X, if only he or she would have done 
You get the idea. All our attention is focused on our failures, and what may have started as one failure suddenly opens the floodgates, and Satan bombards our mind with a million trillion other ways we've failed. A tidal wave of failure sweeps over, washing everything good about life away with it. Or at least that's how it feels, doesn't it? What about you? When you keep failing, you need to stop and count the blessings in your life. How do you get over failure? You count your blessings. You ask God to show you how to bring him glory in the midst of failure. So your question right now for this one isn't really a question. It's a statement and an action item. Take some time and journal or make a list of all your blessings, everything you're thankful for. Then really think about the teeny tiny things, not just the big obvious ones. Every breath you take, the pen you write with, the computer or phone that you're listening to this episode on, the water you drink. Slow down and spend time with this, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal all the ways God has blessed you. Then, every time you feel failure sneaking in, take a moment and count your blessings. Number four, learn to celebrate your qualities. When you seem to continually fail, or at least feel like you do, it's hard to think you've got any good qualities. Just like the tidal wave that washes away your blessings, failure brings another wave that feels like it washes away everything that makes you amazing, replacing it with negativity and lack. And that negative view of self leads to struggles dealing with any challenge that comes your way and every obstacle, failure, or struggle becomes further confirmation of your inadequacies. Maybe it's been a long time since you've felt good about yourself or felt good about anything you've done. That's okay, my friend, because recognizing this is part of how you get over failure. Write down how you feel about yourself right now. Then, this next one's going to be hard, Write down the opposite of those things, plus everything you enjoy and have ever done well. And once you've done those two things, take some time to express all the things you're feeling about yourself to God. Give Him every single negative view of self you've written down. Then ask Him to help you celebrate all the qualities He's given you, everything on the second list. It's okay to proclaim in faith positive qualities that you don't even feel in your life right now. If you've written down that you feel like a failure and a good-for-nothing mom, it's okay to say, God, I feel like such a failure. I am such a good-for-nothing mom. Please help. Help me recognize I am not a failure. I am successful and I am the best mom ever. The mom that you created me to be. Proclaim it in faith until you recognize it in your heart and mind. 
Start each day celebrating your qualities even if you're struggling to believe they're true. And every time a negative view of self creeps in, rebuke it and say no. I'm, and then fill in the blank with one of your qualities. Number five, learning to change. (laughs) Change. I consider it kind of like the person at the party that everybody avoids. But if you want to rise above feeling like a failure, you have to be willing to change what you're doing. You can't stop failing or feeling like a failure without change. It's just impossible. One baby step or one giant leap at a time Everything worthwhile involves change. This is how you become who God created you to be. And when you commit to letting God change you, a ripple effect happens that positively impacts everyone around you. What do you do when you keep failing? You ask God to show you what needs changed. So think about that. What does need changed? Is it something you're doing or thinking or how you're responding or acting? Spend time really being honest with yourself and then think about what it would take to change whatever you've written down. You may need help doing this, and that's okay. Ask a friend to help you. Ask a loved one to help you. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Asking for help is bold and brave. It doesn't mean you're a failure. It means you're determined to succeed. Number six, you learn to recognize you're a victor, not a victim. Failure can happen when something that needed to be done didn't get done or wasn't done right. But being a victim means something or someone has forcibly done something to you. One involves something you can change, and the other was out of your control. The problem happens when we think there's nothing we can do about our failures, and we get stuck in victim mentality. The mentality where life, people, and, well, everything has it in for us. This can happen because you become so overwhelmed and stressed that you begin to assign blame instead of accepting responsibility. You place yourself into a victim role because it feels safer, but it's not. Living life stuck in victim mentality keeps you stuck in failure mentality, and I know you don't want that. You don't want to continue failing, and you don't want to feel like a failure. You want to move forward, and you want to succeed. If you truly want to know how to get over failure, you've got to make sure you're not also struggling with a victim mentality. Make a list of the things that are making you feel like a failure. Are there things you can change? Things you can learn from? Are they things that happen that are outside of your control? Doing this helps you recognize that you're not a victim and it empowers you to change the things you can because failures should be learning events, not defeats. If you're suffering, though, because of something that's been done to you or may still be happening to you, would you reach out to your pastor or a Christian counselor and ask for help? And if it has to do with something that's happening to you physically, 
would you contact the police? And if you don't have a pastor or you don't feel comfortable reaching out for help, would you reach out to me? There's a link in the profile. Reach out to me so that I can try and find you help. Don't go at this alone. All right, number seven, learn to value yourself above what you do. When we value ourselves only based on what we do, our value ebbs and flows based on this success of our, quote, doing. Instead, we should value ourselves because of who God created us to be, while also doing what he asks us to. It's just that while we're, quote, doing, we have to remember our worth isn't found in that doing. It's found in Christ alone. And boy, oh boy, is it easy to get those things mixed up. When you do things as unto the Lord and commit your work to Him, you don't have to worry about the results. Those are up to God, and He'll use even the things we've messed up. So what you should you do when you keep failing? Think about the different traits God created you with. The things you enjoy, the things you're good at, and the things you value. Spend some time journaling, creating a vision board, or just writing a list. I'm a list maker. When you've finished, how do you feel about yourself? Consider putting those values and traits onto pretty little note cards and placing them where you'll see them all day. Maybe even rotate the trait and the value you're focusing on each week. Find a friend or a family member you have a good relationship with and ask them what they value about you and what positive traits that they think you have. You might want to disagree with them, but don't. Take what they say seriously and compare it with what you've written about yourself. Mull on these until you're able to accept them and see yourself as your loved ones do. When you value yourself and won't let failures define you, You'll only allow them to refine you. You'll only allow them to refine you. I immediately think of God's refining fire. Wow. Number eight, you learn to focus on can, not can't. (laughs) It is so easy to throw our hands in the air and say, I can't. I can't eat another healthy meal, can't be that kind of person one more time, can't, 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 can't. But guess what? You can do anything, and often the only person stopping you is you. If you're wondering how you get over failure, your thoughts and words might have to change. So what do you keep failing at? How can you approach this by focusing on what you can do versus what you can't? Really think about that and watch your words. Really be listening for how often you use I can versus I can't. Number nine, learn to be the best version of you more often. Isn't it encouraging knowing that God is working every single day to make us into the best versions of us possible? That just makes me excited, knowing that every single day, God 
is refining me, molding me at his potter's wheel. When I think of all that God has changed in me, it's mind-blowing. Remember, as a woman of God, you're God's image-bearer, and every moment of every day is an opportunity for you to rely on the Holy Spirit to help you be the best version of you. We, you and me, we need to look at each moment of life, even failures, as something God's using to mold us more into his image. You get over failure by looking at it as a molding experience. So how did a recent failure mold you more into God's image and make you more like Christ? What did it teach you that helped you become an even better version of you? Every failure can be used by God to shape you more into His image and mold you into the best version of you. Stay pliable, stay moldable, and look for how God's working. Number 10. Learn to recognize that life is a series of choices. Your choices. Sometimes I wish I could go back to childhood and stop having to make my own choices. My adult track record with choices did not start off very well. Even my teenage track record was pretty well horrible. And even now, 25 years later, I can still struggle with choices. I either make them before thinking or try to ignore them completely. Why? Because I don't want to fail. But we have to realize that failure is going to happen. And even when we've made the right choices, failure can happen because of things outside our control. That's okay. Yet no matter the reason for failure, we still get to choose how we respond to and deal with it. How could the choices you make affect how you get over or deal with failure? How could your choices keep you from failing or keep you from feeling like a failure when you've messed up? Always remember to look at failures objectively. We talked about that last week. And if you didn't listen to that episode, the link is in the show notes. Look at failures objectively and look for the roles your choices played. Acknowledging your choices means you can pick up the pieces, make another choice, and try again. Number 11. Learn to focus on small steps forward and not single steps back. This one is huge. If every success is paved with failure, it means that we've got to continue moving forward one little step at a time. Think about weight loss. You've decided to eat healthier in order to lose weight and then have an entire bag of chips for lunch. Do you say, forget it, I failed and give up on eating healthier or evaluate why you had the bag of chips for lunch and then continue eating healthier. The first is a single step back and the latter a small step forward. Everything we decide to do is going to involve situations like this, situations where we mess up and have to make a choice. We can choose to throw our hands in the air and quit or continue one small step at a time toward whatever it is we've decided to do. Success only happens when you continue moving forward, and no one said it has to be a race. 
So what do you do when you keep failing? Do you quit or keep working to complete whatever you'd committed to? Friend, don't let failure hold you back. Keep taking small steps forward and soon you'll reach your destination. Number 12, our last one. Learn to see God in everything, not just the big things. This one's probably my favorite, the first one, my second favorite. But it's actually not just my favorite way to get over failure. It's my favorite way to get through life, period. You see, when we look for God in everything, it changes how we see everything. You can begin realizing God's sovereignty over all things, and that causes you to see failure in a whole new light. So what do you do when you keep failing? You look for God. This last step could actually encompass all the other 11 things we talked about. Because when you look for God in everything, you'll better understand that success is impossible without failures. You'll be eager to share your failures with others. You'll begin to count your blessings and celebrate your qualities. You'll look for what needs changing. You'll recognize that you're a victor, not a victim. You'll value yourself. You'll focus on the can. You'll become the best version of you. And you'll recognize your choices and take small, joyful steps forward. But, that inevitable but, it might take practice. If you're not used to seeing God in the little and the yucky things in life, I'm going to challenge you to start right now. So what's happening right now? How are you feeling? Where do you see God in these things? And if you're struggling with this, spend some time meditating on Psalms 34, 18, Psalms 139, 7 through 12, Proverbs 15, 3, Matthew 28, 20, or Acts 17, 27, and 28. A powerful step in how you get over failure involves seeing God in everything while rejoicing and what it's taught you. My prayer is that one or more of these 12 steps is just what you needed, because knowing how to handle failure, it's so important. As much as we hate failure and wish it never happened, it's unavoidable. We need to know how to get over failure when it happens, and we need tools that'll help us learn and grow along the way. So while you're practicing one or more of these steps, Remember to take baby steps and show yourself grace. Cling to God while you're working through failures, because only God can help see you through to the other side. Next week, we're going to look at failure in Psalms and maybe Proverbs. I love how the psalmist dealt with failures and struggles and messing up things, and how Psalms can be used when we're struggling with failure. But until then, I want to leave you with 1 Peter 5.10. Meditate on this verse for a bit. It reads, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Lord God, I ask that you would help every single woman 
to recognize how to get over failure, that she would recognize your hand and your presence in her life as she begins putting steps in place to realize that she's not a failure, as she begins putting steps in place to get over any failures that she might be walking through right now or there might be tailing along behind her, Lord. Show her your power. Show her your strength. Be with her and let her see victories in each and every day, Lord God. In your name, amen.